In this context, Nicodemus, a Pharisee, a lawyer, a ruler of the Sanhedrin court, he comes to Jesus by night and says, Rabbi, I know, I know you're a teacher that's, that's come from God because uh, nobody can do these miracles except God uh, is, is with them. And, and no one could dispute all the miracles that, uh, that, that Jesus performed because there was too much evidence. I mean, um, he, he, Jesus uh, uses the occasion uh, to feed 20,000 people out of one little boy's uh, sack lunch and there, there was so much evidence of, of the miracle working power of God that uh, nobody could dispute it. All the Pharisees would try, uh, but there were also 20,000 mouths that were testifying of, of the miracle uh, working power of God. And then there was Lazarus. You, you, you remember Lazarus. Uh, Mary and Martha both get upset uh, because they feel like uh, that Jesus is running late. Uh, he, he, had, he had healed so many people uh, uh, that he didn't even know. And, and because they had a relationship with Jesus, uh, they felt like uh, he, he should have been on at least on time, if not early. So, so... Uh, Jesus waits four days. He gets word that Lazarus is sick, and and he was only he was only a few miles away. But he goes in the opposite direction, and 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 that confuses Martha because she's a worshiper, and 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 when you're a worshiper, you're. Uh, you're, you're supposed to be a step closer to God, and 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 it really upset Martha, and 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 she had an attitude because when Jesus finally showed up at the tomb, she said, "If you would have been here, our brother Lazarus wouldn't have died." And Jesus said, "Martha." He's going to live again. She, she thought he was trying to get into a Bible study or, or a, a word challenge with her. She said, I know he's going to live again in the resurrection. Jesus said, Martha, baby, I am the resurrection. I, I am the way. I'm the truth. I am abundant life. I, in fact, I'm everything. I, I'm the great I am. I, and I'll always be. And, and Jesus just speaks one word. One word. And Lazarus comes up out of the grave. Well, the reason Jesus waited four days was, was so all of his critics and all that were skeptical would know this is a notable miracle. <clears throat> Because after, the re after he was resurrected from the, <clears throat> Martha throws a big party. Now, Mary, she's back at Jesus' feet again. 
Now, now she wasn't during the stage that they were in, but, but after the stage, she's worshiping again. She's, she's praising him again. She's sitting at his feet again. But, but the scripture says that multitudes came to Mary, Martha, and Lazarus' house to see Lazarus, who Jesus had raised from the dead. So, so the, the, the stage they were going through um, uh, was orchestrated and, and timed out by God. Uh, so even some of the staunch Pharisees uh, believed uh, in the Lord. And can, can I tell you that, that God is orchestrating and, and timing out everything in your life, even, even when it's confusing, he, 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 even w when you don't understand. He, he's working when you can't see that he's even working. Somebody shout yes. yes. Now, now, when you shout yes, uh, you're binding every no that's in your life, every doubt, ever. Somebody shout yes. <clears throat> so, verse number three. Jesus answers Nicodemus, uh, 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 not with a synergistic response like, praise the Lord, brother. Good to see you. Jesus doesn't give him a high five and say, man, I, I want you to know I appreciate that. I know you slipped in here after dark so none of your friends would see you as going to church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, help me, Jesus, stay on track here. And, uh, but but it's, it's not thank you for your support. It's you need to be born again. And, and it was uh, startling. It, it, it's like Jesus didn't hear uh, Nicodemus, what he had to say. You need to be born again. And, 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 Nic and Nicodemus, is, he's kind of taken back, and, and he said, well, how can a man be born again when he's old? Are you talking about me going back into my mother's womb? She's, she's gone. She's buried. Huh? What, what a strange response. But Jesus is using the natural process of childbirth to explain spiritual growth. Somebody shout, I, I, I need to keep growing. Yeah, yeah. Paul said that, that the natural precedes the spiritual. 1 Corinthians 15, 46. First comes the natural and after the spiritual. Uh, j just like a baby goes through development and, and gestation and growth. And different stages. Jesus is saying, what, what, happens, what happens in the womb, Nicodemus, happens in spiritual life. We're, we're going from one stage uh, to another. And, and there's, just like it was dark in the womb. And... And, and if you've ever been uh, in a birthing suite, you, you know that the birth process is painful. 
Now, I was right there um, w- with my wife. I mean, I was in every Lamaze class. It was like I was having the baby myself. I mean, I, I understood everything about it. I, know, I knew how to breathe. I, I knew when the pains were going to. I said, baby, they're fixing to come right now. But your pastor uh, and my son got stuck. So I saw the doctor reached uh, for some forceps. I know all the women are with me. I know the guys are thinking, where is he going with this? Uh, They took those forceps, uh, street definition, a big pair of pliers... And, and you've seen those Gerber babies on those Gerber. Your pastor didn't look nothing like a Gerber baby when, when I mean, his, his both eyes were black and blue and bloody, and his he'd look like he'd been in the fight of his life, and his mother had too. But 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 see, when, when you're in transition. Oh, God, help me now. I need some. Oh, I feel my help coming now. See, see, when you're in transition, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a difficult time. My wife wasn't saying, uh, could, could you bring me a cheeseburger right? No, no, see, it's not time for that right then. It's, it's somebody shout transition. transition. Uh-huh. So, so, Nicodemus, he's trying to get a, He's trying to get a grip on this. See, and, and as you're going from one stage to another, oh, God, it, it, it's traumatic. Okay? You know? They, and, and, then the ner- and then Pastor Jason started turning blue. I can't teach this when he's here, so when he's out of town. He starts turning blue. And the doctor said, Get him to intensive care. And that nurse, does anybody have a football on them? That nurse picked him up like a football and started running. And I didn't know whether to stand there or run. So I just took off running uh, uh, right behind the nurse into intensive care. And they hooked him up to life support. And, and the head nurse said, you, can't, you have to stand out here. And, and, and she left the room, and I went right on in. And, <laughs> and, and the specialist said, he's got highland membrane disease. He, he, he's, he can't, I said, I don't like that word. He said, are you questioning my diagnosis? So we almost got in a fight right there in intensive care. And I said, I want you to do everything that you need to do. I said, money is no object. I had no insurance. I I mean, the doctor didn't know. I didn't have $1,000 to my name. Because I had just give $1,000 just to get in there. But what I'm trying to show you, it it was a traumatic. It was a boshataya. I'm sorry. It, 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 It was a traumatic time. That I'll never forget. 
And, and, and then I, I went to the chapel there at Meston Hospital, and I was in there praying. See, when you get in trouble, you, 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 you don't have to have a Bible study on seven steps to prayer. See, see, when you get in real trouble, I was in there on my knees praying in the Holy Ghost. And, and, and this lady comes in and puts her hand on my shoulder and said, I'm agreeing with you. I don't know what you're going through. I said, well, my baby... They just diagnosed my baby with Highland Memory. Oh, she said, oh, that's bad. <laughs> See, be, be careful who you pray with. Be careful who you hang out with. Oh, help me, Jesus. Uh, uh, <clears throat> so she said, my sister had a Highland Memory baby, and she spent millions of them. And when she said millions, it started going, me, 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 me. I didn't even have hundreds, okay? And, and it cost millions of dollars. And I was paralyzed. But it was just a stage. See, there, there, there's going to be times as your family goes from, I'm trying to help somebody here today. There, there's going to be times uh, when your family goes from one stage uh, to another that there's going to be affliction. I got to hate to tell you that because I know you're not going to say amen to that. But, 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 but there's going to be times of development, gestation, and growth. Exodus 1 and 12 says that the Egyptians afflicted the people of God. But the more they afflicted them, uh, the more they grew and multiplied. That, that, that's why David said, it was good for me to be afflicted. Somebody shout good. Ooh, help me, Lord. I'm struggling here this morning. David said, it was good for me to be afflicted because that's when I call time out and I begin to seek and to seek the Lord. And I learned of his ways, not on the mountaintop. It was in the valley that he ministered to my soul. It was in that dark place. It was in that place of affliction that, that I learned and then he brought me out. God will always bring you out to take you in to the next stage. Shout, I'm going to another level. Oh, okay, be seated here. Oh, I got to hurry now. How? 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 I may be only talking to a couple of people, but, but God is more concerned about your preparation than he is your comfort. Bishop, but I thought he was a wonderful counselor. I thought he was a comforter. I thought he was paraclete that he'll come stand alongside me. He will, baby. He'll be right there with you when you're in the fiery furnace. He'll be right there with you in the lion's den. But, but see, there's, there's something about affliction and trouble that helps your faith to grow. <laughs> I can't get any help, so I'm, I'm going. I'm, now, let, let me just touch Joseph. But because, because uh, 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 I want to put a face on, onto this, 
these family stages that, that we all go through. But the good thing is you go through it. See, now, now, now Joseph, Joseph was conceived in, in the womb of, of Rachel. And, and he got everything he needed uh, when he was in the womb. It, it, it's amazing. And, 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 and my teachers have taught me uh, not to go where you don't have a good understanding. Okay, so I, I'm not going to get into childbirth and everything that takes place uh, because the more I learn about the human body, uh, the, 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 the more I know, I don't know much about it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so Joseph, he, he's, he's, he's born, he, 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 he comes through the matrix and, and he's born into a family. He had, he had no uh, choice in the matter. He, 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 he had no decision. He could not pick who his mom and daddy was or what family he was born into. He just shows up on the scene just like you did. Okay? And, and then, then he, he starts learning how to operate in the family that he's born in. Any, anybody uh, 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 that was born into a crazy family? Uh, don't, don't raise both hands, please. So, the favor of God now is on Joseph's life. Good to see y'all. Bless y'all this morning. Bless you. It's the favor of God's on his life. Okay. And his, and his dad affirms him. Okay. By making him a coat of many colors. So he's sashaying. God, I wish I had. He's sashaying around the house, swishing. You, you've, you've seen people just come in swishing like they got it all together. I wish I had some swishing music here, but I don't. So I got to hurry now. And his brothers... Your Bible said, hated him for it. They didn't just, you know, you've got people you dislike. (laughs) Then you've got haters. They hated Joseph, but he learned to deal with it. See, God will put haters in your life. And if you can believe it, as sweet as I am, I've got haters. I know it's a paradox. But see, God will put these haters in your life to develop you for the next stage you're going. Oh, God, help me now, Jesus. So, so... I got to hurry. They, they, they throw him into a pit. Okay, it, it's a, the Hebrew says it's a dark well. <laughs> and that pit is a type of the womb. It's dark. He's confined in the pit. He can't uh, take a break and go to the snack bar. Okay, he's, 
there, there's nobody to encourage him. Oh, help me, Lord. There, there, there's nobody to talk to and say, look, this is just a stage. Joe, you, Joe you're just going through a stage right now. That you, you've got to trust that, that, that God's orchestrating this. And he's bruised. And he's bloody. And he's all scraped up. And he's wondering, what am I... I mean, but see, God knows exactly what we need in our life when we need it. Shout, we we have a good, good father. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, And see, God, see, and what you're going through today, God, he's Alpha and Omega. That means he sees the end from the beginning and everything in between. And, and he's prepared. Shout, God's preparing me. Get up and tell two people, God's just preparing you. Go, go ahead and get up. You need to wake up anyway. So, so he's, okay. But then his brothers, his brothers, after he was in the pit several days, wondering, is this it? Now, has anybody ever had uh, is this it moment? Don't raise your hand if you hadn't. And then God moves on those hard-hearted hateful brothers and they pull him out of the womb I mean the did I say, they pull him out of the pit and he goes to the next stage they sell him out see you're not the only one that's been betrayed they, they, it's been happening for thousands uh, they, they sell him to some traveling merchants for 20 bucks <laughs> see, see the devil He'll, he'll try to put a value on you. He'll, he'll try to show you what you're worth. Okay. He'll, uh, there's 20 bucks there. That's, that's about all you're going to ever be. See, I can't do that with everybody because, you know. <sighs> Did I say that you can't trust everybody? I mean, but, but now... He's in Potiphar's house. He's he's gone from one stage to another stage, and he's doing great. God, listen to me. God is teaching him on 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 the fly. He's, he's learning on his feet. Okay. Potiphar sees that God is with him. Somebody shout, God's with me. See, you wouldn't have made it till today. You wouldn't have made it through Thanksgiving without killing your in-laws. If God wasn't with you, shout God's with me. So he finds favor, favor in the house of Potiphar. And now, shout now. Now he's learning leadership skills. and management skills in a foreign place where he don't know anybody but God. And everything's going pretty good. Until God used, not the devil, 
God used Potiphar's wife to come swishing through the house one day. And the next thing he knew, long story short, you'll have to come Wednesday night to get the backstory. Because I have people on Sunday morning, they can't take the whole truth. Uh, I mean, he's in prison. He's in prison and God orchestrated it because God's trying to teach him to have character <laughs> when you're locked up. Anybody can have good character when they're holding a microphone. Praise the Lord, saints. Glory to his name. Thank God for Jesus. But when you're all by yourself, See, they, he's in the prison during the day, but at night, during the darkness, he was in a dungeon. He was in a dark, lonely dungeon, and cha they had chains around his wrist and around his ankles. And your Bible said his ankles hurt him constantly. They had, they had rubbed him. The iron fetters had rubbed him raw. But God's teaching him how to have faith during different stages. Oh, God, help me now. I lost everybody then. See, see God will orchestrate these stages for where he knows you're going. He's... He's locked up at night. J just imagine, just imagine trying to sleep tonight in your bed, but he wasn't on a bed, but, but he had chains around his ankles, around his neck, and around his uh, wrist. Okay, tr just tr try to sleep. But, but in the morning, he would come in and start ministering. Uh-huh. And, and, and the warden of the prison promoted him over the whole prison. He said, you the second man of power in the prison. Wow. What a promotion. But, 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 but watch Joseph. He would come in in the morning after an uncomfortable night where he had to just lay there and think. Oh, Lord. See, some of the greatest battles take place in a little six, five-inch, my, my head's a little bigger, uh, just a, a little five-and-a-half-inch space right here. <laughs> this is where you fight your battles. Right, right here. Your greatest battle you'll ever have in your whole life through every age and through every stage is right here. That's why the Bible said with the mind. That's why the devil tries to mess with your mind. Because, because with the mind we serve the Lord. Shout yeah. See, see, that yeah will get every doubt, every fear, every spirit of unbelief, ever I can't do this out of your spirit. Shout yes. yes. So, so now, 
Now he's in the dungeon, which is a type and shadow of the womb. (laughs) I feel like running. I feel like just having church by myself today. He's in the womb. He's confined. There's... There's no iTunes, there's, there's no DirecTV, there's, there's no, he's just in this isolated place. And it touched my heart so much when, when, when uh, Pastor Jeff uh, testified uh, before Thanksgiving, uh, come, come stand with me, Jeff. And, and he said, uh, you know, <laughs> I've, I've always lived my life in isolation. And, and that just touched me right here. But God spoke to me and said, it's during these times of isolation uh, that God prepares your heart for where you're going. And, and see, uh, Jeff had no idea, but God was preparing his heart physically and spiritually for where he was going. And God does the exact same. Uh, Joseph is isolated. He, 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 he can't. He can't uh, tell somebody what he's going through and he can't call anybody on the cell phone or, or email anybody. He's just in there. It's just him and God. Just like in the womb. Just you and God. You remember Jeremiah. God, God said, Jeremiah, I had my hand. I have Oshataya. I had my hand on you when you were in your mama's womb. It was just me and you, Jeremiah. And, and that's when I built you. And, and, and that's when I I put gifts in you. You, you. you see, it was Joseph's gift that brought him out of that stage that he was in. And it's your gift, your gift that your God put in your spirit man that's going to bring you out. That's why the enemy will fight you over your gifts. That's why the enemy will try to get you to sit on your hands and not use your gift. But it's your gift that's going to bring you out. Shout, this is how I fight my battles. If you receive that, stand and give God 30 seconds of high hand praise in this Presbyterian church. You got 20 seconds. I know you're full of stuffing and dressing, but you need to give God a praise for the stage. God knows exactly. Come on, you got 10 more seconds. Some of you you hadn't praised him yet. I'm trying to give you a chance because, because if you'll praise him, he'll come stand right along beside you. The Bible said they hastily brought him out of the dungeon when his time came see your times are in God's hands and the Hebrew word for hastily means they brought him out in a hurry Mm -hmm. 
They brought him out quickly. And they brought him out speedily. That's somebody's word right there. Yeah, I know you've been in the dungeon a long time. But shout, I'm coming out of this. Okay. Now, now you know, you know that Joseph was not an Egyptian, don't you? <laughs> don't you remember he's a Hebrew? He's a different culture with a different mindset and different values. So you know there were some Egyptians that hated him, don't you? Don't you know some of that palace staff was talking to beat the band? Don't, don't, don't you know they had some smack coming down? Of course, when he would come walking by, now he had lost his coat of many colors, but Pharaoh gave him a new coat. <laughs> and he's swishing right down the halls because... He had learned who he was in God. Oh, I feel like running right now. He, he, he got the revelation that he had to go through these stages. See, he had already been through people with attitude. He had already been through people that hated him. He had already been through people talking about him and 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 see and it didn't phase Joseph that much. See, see, God will let these haters come and, until you finally just get over it. See, see, Joseph, and I told my wife about midnight last night. I said, uh, baby, he had the ability to get over it just like that. And, and thank God for a wife that won't just agree. You know, some women, they'll just agree with everything to get what they want. <sighs> that was that bad side. But my wife said, he didn't get over it like that. It was a process. Somebody shout process. See, 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 he was still here, he, he was still in training. Ooh. But but see, but see, but all of his brothers, they were preparation and training. God, I'm trying to help somebody that's been in a dungeon. See, in the dungeon, if you're not careful, you'll get all depressed. See, and, and, and here's, let, let, me, let me clear up one fallacy in 30 seconds. Can I do that? We feel like God sends us into situations to fix the situation. God sent me to Christian world to fix Christian world. And God knows it needs a lot of fixing, especially the bishop. He's getting older now and see now. He's, he's lost a step or two. You know, and God sent me in here to fix everything. Baby, have, have you ever, have you ever wondered that God might have sent you to Christian world to fix you? I, I'm sorry. 
I'm, I'm, it's just a question. That's all it is. Breathe in, breathe out. It's just a question. Verse number seven. Jesus said to Nicodemus, marvel not. Here, this lawyer, he don't know what to say. He still don't get it. Marvel not that I said, you must be born again. You, you see, he's at a stage now to where, now, if, if any of you men have been brave enough to be in the birthing suite, I mean, you have to be a man's man to be in the birthing suite. I've actually seen men pass out. I'm sorry, but you know, you know that the head comes first. And if the head didn't come first, there's a problem. One of my boys called me and he said, Bishop, what are you doing right now? I said, uh, I'm, I'm in the parking lot, Home Depot. He said, well, we're in the delivery room and, and, and my, my wife is breech. And the doctor just came in and said, they're going to uh, uh, have to do a cesarean. But, they, but they've got to do something quick because the baby's breaching. It could kill the mama and the boy. I mean, can't these doctors? I mean, it looks like, it looks like they'd have a little bit of faith, you know. And I said, I said, no problem. I said, tell your wife to get down on the floor and start crawling around the room. He said, she's hooked up to an IV. I said, that IV will move. It's got rollers on it. Just Because, see, we'll always think of things while we can't follow the instruction. So, so I said, call me back when the baby flips. And my brother-in-law happened to be with me. And, and it was on speakerphone. And he said, where in the hell did you get that from? See, you're going to always have some doubters around. Come on, come on. You had some of them at Thanksgiving. You know what I'm talking about. I said, you ever heard of God? Well, he calls back in about 15 minutes and says, Bishop, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> the baby flipped because he followed the instruction. But, but see... Nicodemus, he's struggling here because he can't get his education around it. He, he, he can't get, he, uh, oh, Lord, have mercy. Uh, see, transition is a dark, dangerous, uncomfortable time that things have to move, baby. You see, he's saying, look, you must be. Shout, you must. Tell your neighbor, you must be. See, see you, in other words, you got to get this but because, because you can... <laughs> you can die in transitions, what I'm trying to say. Okay? And some of you right now, you're in a dark place. You're in a depressed place. You don't know what in the world to do. Just follow the instruction. God will send his word to heal and to deliver you. Shout yes. You, you, you remember when Pharaoh told the midwives, they, I mean, the, the Israel was growing, they were growing in Egypt, and a Pharaoh rose up that knew not Joseph. So, so the new Pharaoh said to the midwives, kill every baby boy that's born on the birthing stool. Just kill them. And, and see, that spirit 
that spirit of Pharaoh is still alive uh, in this age and stage we're in right now. He's an abortionist. He, he, he wants to kill you so you can't go. If he could have killed me, he would have. But because he knows I got revelation, I've seen some things. And, and, and I know how to fight uh, battles. And I'll share them with you if you'll let me. But, but, but uh, of course, the midwives didn't do it. Because God spoke to the midwife. Do you know God can spoke to you? I'm sorry. I'm trying to hurry too fast. <laughs> I'm going to be speaking in tongues here in a minute. But they didn't. And when Pharaoh realized the midwives wasn't killing the male babies, you know what he did? He said, what's up with this? Now, this is Pharaoh. Okay. He didn't have a Congress that he has to go meet with. He could have cut your head off right then. And the midwife said, uh, see, God will give you the words to speak in the moment you need to speak them. So don't, don't get so uptight and out of sight. God knows what he's doing. And the midwife said, well, sir, Mr. Pharaoh, Miss Pharaoh, the Hebrew women are lively women. They, they're lively women. What? They're lively women. I thought women were women were women. No, they're lively women. By the time we get to the birthing stool, boop, they have already delivered. And Pharaoh said, Shazam. It was a, uh, well, uh, see, God can even use a lie. See, if I had time, I know y'all got to get out of here and get some more turkey, but, but if I had time, I'd show you God can even use your haters. He can, he can even use a lie told on you. God, in fact, God can use anything he wants to use anytime he wants to use. Somebody shout yes. yes. So, so now, I, I, I'm, I'm coming to a close. But what I had to show you was, the same Hebrew word is used in Jeremiah 18 and 3, when Jeremiah goes down to the potter's house and he says he sees this work on the wheel not on the birthing stool but on the wheel you see God will take you from the birthing stool to the wheel and, and even though that vessel was marred and it was scarred and it was messed up the potter didn't throw it in the junkyard like people will do he put it on the potter's wheel. That same Hebrew word is used for the birthing stool. And, and see, when God puts you on the wheel, baby, the wheel goes round and round and round and round. Come here, John, right quick. Go round and round and round, round and round and round. Uh, John, I need you to go round and around just, just for, I'm, I'm out of breath here and I gotta just, he'll put you on the potter's wheel. 
and he'll go round and round and round and round and round. And and baby, when you're on the potter's grill for a while, see, and see, God knows how much spinning you need. And see, some of you have to go on that high spin cycle for the extra long time because he'll spin and spin and he'll spin all those negative thoughts out of your head and all that negative forces. He'll spin you. He'll spin you until you get plum dizzy. Has anybody ever been on the spinning wheel? You'll get dizzy on the wheel. You won't, if you spin long enough, you won't know which end is up. Shout yes. Be, 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 be seated. I gotta hurry up. Lord, God, I'm clear out of time. It's 1045. If I had time and I don't. But can I just touch Moses? I know you got to get to the leftovers. Bye-bye. I know. Oh. One, thing I, one thing about my wife, there's never any leftovers in our house. That's why I asked Pat. I said, you don't have an extra pecan. I mean, a, did I say pecan? I said pumpkin. Pumpkin and pecan. Oh. So, see if I had time. I, I tell you that Moses, Moses was was born in the in the womb of Jochebed, and, and then and then from that dark place in a mud hut. Can, can, can I can I tell you right here? It it don't matter where you've been born. Cause see, I know some of you thinking, and, and I know you have these thoughts. Because God gives me thoughts that I know you're having. And I'm thinking, where did that come from? Okay. Okay. Moses is born in poverty. When he splits the matrix, Jacobet hides him in a hole in the mud hut. Until she could hide him no more. And then, and then he, he goes from that, from that womb, I mean that hole, uh, into uh, Pharaoh's palace. He's jerked away from his family at seven years old. And that's a word for all of you that you, you don't know where your daddy's at. Or you, you don't know... Yeah, Moses now, but see God had to train him in the palace he lived he lived around the shadow of the Pharaoh God put him there I said God put you I mean God put him there so so he would know so he would know how to respond so, so he would know how to respond to Pharaoh. God was orchestrating this during this stage in his life because God knows what your future holds. And the first lady said, it's a good future. Shout, God has a good future for me. But he's got some stages you gotta go through too. So now, now, God... 
See, he's speaking to Pharaoh. He's speaking uh, to Moses and says, go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. And that's when he started stuttering. You know when you get under pressure and the enemy comes and says, you can't, you crazy thing, you can't do that. You can't start a new business. You can with your resume, with, with your resume, <laughs> and, and he'll start speaking and speak. Can I tell you, you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Shout God strengthening me right now. Oh, yes, he is. So Moses, he comes walking in to Pharaoh, not, 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 not with his hands behind his back. Shirt tail dragging his tracks out. Underwear showing. I almost pulled a boy's pants up two weeks ago. But he is bigger than I was. Had that much. His clothes were a mess, but, you know, he was proud of them underwear. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to say it. You're going to get the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. You, you're going you're gonna to get natural and spiritual if you keep coming here. So, so he walks right into the palace where he had been before. He knew how Pharaoh's attitude was. He knew he only respected power. He only respected somebody walking in there and getting right in his face. He walks in and says, Pharaoh, God said, let my people go. He said, well, who is this God? My God is I am that I am. That means he'll be everything I need him to be whenever I need him to be it. He'll be Shamgar's Osgoat, Issachar's Burden. He'll be David's Sling. Your God will be everything you need today. If you believe and receive that, stand and give him one more high. Somebody would magnify the Lord with me. Your God's bigger than your mountain, bigger than your problem, bigger than your fears. Put that baby down and come help me. For the stage you're in right now.
Everybody's standing, I'm done. But, but one of the things, one of the things that, that kept Moses focused, it was the heavenly vision. I was on the way to church this morning, and God said, don't forget to stay focused on the heavenly vision, on the heavenly Paul went through storms. He got snake bit, but he stayed focused. He told King Agrippa. Agrippa said, Paul, you're an educated man. What are you doing here? He said, oh, King Agrippa. He's standing there with chains around his wrist. Agrippa, the king, he couldn't understand it. And Paul said, <laughs> I, I can't be disobedient. I can't. I've been through too much. Oh God, help me, Jesus. I've been through too much. I've been. I've seen too much. I, I've been through too many storms. I, I, I've seen God raise people from the dead, and I've seen too many miracles. I've even ascended up to the third heaven. I, I can't. Why would I be disobedient now? But, but I have to show you just, oh God, just one thing that kept Moses focused. In Numbers 10 and 29, Dave, if you can put that up on the screen. Moses said to Hobab, his brother-in-law, we're journeying to a place. Can I tell Christian world that we're journeying to a place? And it's a good place. Shabbat's a good place. It's the place where the Lord said he was going to give it to us. And, and Moses says to Hobab, come go with us. The Lord has spoken good about this place. And I just want to give you the Hebrew word. And I left some of it out because I knew you'd be in a hurry to get home. The Hebrew word for good here means it's a beautiful place. It's the best place. It's a better place. It's a bountiful place. It's a cheerful place. It's a place of favor. It's a place of goodness. It's a place of grace. It's a place of joy. It's a place of love. It's a place of prosperity. It's a place of sweetness and wealth. That's what God has in store for you. So come, come journey with us. <laughs> I know there'll be good times and bad. There'll be times when you're happy and sad. And sometimes it'll be on the same day. <laughs> Nicodemus said, how? He's, he's, still, he's still questioning, just like you. Is Bishop just speaking to the elders? No, I'm speaking to everybody in the sound of my voice up in the balcony, those watching streaming in Africa and all over the world. God sent me here to tell you, he's got a good place for you. Nicodemus said, well, how, how can these things be? And listen to Jesus. He's so sweet. Jesus said, you're a master teacher and you know not these things? See, 
God, I don't have time. Jesus knew the old system was dying. The, the thing that gave Nicodemus birth, the Sanhedrin court, made him who he was. Jesus knew that old system was dying. And a new system was coming. And, and he's trying Jesus is trying his best. Lord, if there was ever a teacher, he, he is trying, he's trying to show Nicodemus, no, you can't go back into your mother's womb. No, you can't go back into the sin that Sanhedrin court. It's fixing to all tumble. The, the old system, you can't go back. Listen at verse number 11. We speak what we know. Nicodemus, we're talking about, you wouldn't even be here, but, but, but you've experienced the miracles. See, some of you would not even be here. That you'd have slept till noon, had a turkey sandwich, and went back to bed. But you've experienced God. I wish my little lady that's usually always sitting right here couldn't walk for 12 years. And God touched her on one good Friday night. And she's been walking ever since. See, he's a miracle God. And, and, And see, baby, I've experienced too much. I mean, God... God sent me through his postgraduate college and, and, and made me learn with all the hard knocks. <laughs> but I've seen him deliver too many people. I, I, I've seen him work too many miracles. And, and, and see, I know. Somebody shout, I know. No, shout, I know. Now, now, you remember when the Bible says that, that Adam knew Eve? The word knew there means an intimate relationship. Adam had an intimate relationship with Eve. And he could not unknow that relationship. I mean, twin boys came. And if you've got twin boys, you can't forget. Okay? How much more when you have an intimate relationship with God and, and you know how He brought you through and, and, and you know He made a way when there seemed to be no way in this world and, and He got you through school and He got you your job and and the haters would like to take it from you but but if you know it was God if you know if you know just give him a hand praise right there if you see and, and those of us that know that Naboshatiah that no, you can't make me doubt him you you can't make me stay stuck in the womb I must be born. I, I gotta come out of this. And, 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 and I know weeping may endure for the, but joy is coming. Shout, I am coming out of this.
and and if you're here and you've been in that dark place i want you to quickly come around the altars